If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Christina Wooten, and I'm here with Robert Wooten with SedonaMedium.com. I know you guys can all relate to this conversation because either this is you or you are on the other end with someone else having this conversation, but I know you're going to know exactly what we're talking about. What do you want to have for dinner tonight? I don't know. All right, that's not very helpful. Is it going to be salad or spaghetti or pizza or tacos? No, no, that sounds Chinese? Good. No. Thai? No. Italian? No. All right, let's. How about we get the menu book and look up things? No. The recipe book? <laughs> that doesn't sound good either. So at some point or another, we've all been on the other end of this conversation, and it's. I think we can all agree it's really frustrating when you're trying to deliver something to someone like, hey, what do you want? I'm here. What do you What do you want? I want to give this to you. And it's just, no, no. Well, how about this? No. 
well, what do you want? I don't know. <laughs> and so in contrast, just using the same analogy or example, you know, really what changed that conversation for us was meal planning, <laughs> especially because I'm gluten-free and have some dietary um, things. So not having to compromise about what I wanted, because usually what would happen is I never really get that through that conversation or that series of no's. I never really get that feeling of what I wanted. And I just end up getting tired of saying no. And so I'd just be like, well, all right, I guess I'll take this. But having that meal plan, it really does change that whole experience where, you know, I can look forward to, oh, we're going to have pet thai. Uh-uh-uh, you can't see it, but there's dance going on here. <laughs> and then it's easy. I can look forward to what's going to be delivered, right? So it's totally different experiences and totally different energies from having that meal plan and being able to say, yes, this is what I want to... I have no idea in just a series of no's, right? It makes it easier on on the other end also whenever I know what you want and I know what we're going to be having. It's easier just to look at the thing on the refrigerator and go, okay, this is what we're doing for dinner tonight. Whether it's you making it or me making it or working together to make it, we know ahead of time what is going to be there. Yeah, it changes the energy from it being something that's stressful and something that ends up being compromised to something that's like easy... And again, you get to have the choice of what you want. And so you can just choose anything. You can choose the best of the best. So why are we talking about food? I know if you're listening on your lunch break, you might be really hungry right now. Sorry about that. But we're going to be talking about vision boards today. And I was reading this really great book about abundance blocks with um, Denise Stuffield Thomas. And she gave this amazing example of the universe. And it kind of threw me a bit. It took me a minute to step back and like get my head around how she was describing the universe, but now I love it. So her description in her book is about the universe being this well-trained dog that is running around, is so excited. You know, the owner can say, hey, I want the parrot. Bring me the parrot. The dog runs over, is like so enthusiastic, tail wagging, then grabs the parrot, brings it back. The owner says, okay, I want this. The dog runs, grabs something else, and they're so excited to please. And she was describing the universe as being the dog who just is there going, what do you want? What do you want? Like tail wagging, so excited, like ready for your energy and your direction. And if we don't give direction or we hold off or hold back on some level, if we're not creating that vision, then we end up similar to like the meal planning stuff, just compromised or, you know, the thing that you want, you know, is not going to be here on time. It's, it's not being able to sit back and enjoy and receive, which is what I think the universe really loves to do is to give. And in some ways, when we don't have that strong vision, it's not able to give in a way that makes us happy. And we're getting ready to come into the holidays. If you think about with Christmas gifts, and you give somebody something, and you're just so excited, they open it up, tear open the paper and open the box. And then you can kind of see like, hmm, oh, thanks for 
for thinking of me. <laughs> Thanks for this. And you like know right away, okay, that's a regift, regift. So, you know, the universe wants to give us that beautiful gift, that big gift, that big dream, that, you know, fantasy for us. But it has to understand, it craves that clarity. It wants to understand what we want. And so that's the importance of having a vision board. Having never made a vision board myself, how does that work? If you don't know what a vision board is, it's just a visual representation of your goals or aspirations, what you're trying to bring into your reality, where you're trying to go. I like to think of it like an aspirational mood board. So where are you headed? What's the journey? And vision boards look really different for a lot of people. You know, in modern times, what I found difficult was finding magazines because we, you know, used to, back in the day, back when I was young, we, you know, magazines like came to the house and you could cut things out. And so it was like perfect material for vision boards. But, you know, we don't really have that anymore. It's like junk mail and, you I didn't find any aspirational materials in the junk mail that I wanted. So I ended up making a digital version. But some people use, I mean, amazing collages, bulletin boards, so that that can be flexed around or moved. And people use those push pins. Again, I did something digital because that way I was able to really utilize stock photos that were meaningful to me and kind of play around with where things were, try things out. And I ended up really loving it. And then I also was able to keep it to a size that was manageable for me rather than getting too big. But I've, I've even seen 3D vision boards, which are super cool. And so whatever works for you, what's pleasurable for you, what you enjoy looking at that really reminds you of your goals and also the energy that you are bringing in to your reality. So having something visual just helps you to align your energy to really sync to that frequency and sync your energy to a specific outcome that you're choosing. And also to give you a clear and guided direction to make decisions from that to me has been the biggest help of having a vision board. So I think we'll talk about that too at some point. But when we were talking about sitting down for this podcast, This experiment in quantum mechanics kept coming up for me just over and over again. I said, we've got to talk about this. We've got to talk about this experiment because it really signals how important expectation and decision is in actually shaping our reality, which is really exciting. So scientists did an experiment with a photon, which can act as either a particle or a wave. And what they determined was that depending on the expectation or the decision of the scientist who was observing the photon, that decision would determine the actual outcome of how the photon behaved, whether it showed up as the wave or whether it showed up as the particle. And they did a further study up in space where it it was another version of this, except for what they did is they sent that signal out. And after the signal had gone way beyond the point that that photon would have had to behave like a wave or behave like a particle, then they had the scientist make the decision. 
So the scientists made the decision beyond the point of when that would have had to have happened. And it showed up in consistent result with what the scientist who was observing what their decision was. So the implication there is that what's happening in our present moment actually affects and changes the order of things in the past. And that's it's exciting. And so for us, it talks about decision, the importance of having that vision, of having that clarity, and also recognizing it's never too late. It's never too late to have a vision board. It's never too late to create that guiding force. I think it's also referring to when you make a plan and you have some clarity with it, expect it to succeed. Don't just create something that well, this would be nice to have. And then it may happen, it may not happen. This is talking about expecting it to happen. That's how you drive manifestation with your vision board, right? Mm -hmm. I really like how you said that because it's like adding that next layer into things. I keep mine right next to my eyeline, next to my computer so that, I mean, I have a lot of creative ideas and there's some version of me that wants to pursue and go in lots of different directions. But having that vision board has really helped me to get clear on does this choice or this energy expenditure, is that feeding this vision? Is that really creating that direction? And it's really helped me to just a lot of times go, eh, and determine what to focus on. So that's been a really big deal for me. So this was in some marketing stuff that I was reading not too long ago. And they're saying that we actually respond and process visual data better than any other type of data. And was it 60,000 times faster than text is how quickly we process an image. So images are super important. And 90% of the information that actually gets to your brain is visual. So a vision board has value in that our brain can interpret it on a level and with such speed that we don't even realize that's happening. I thought that was really cool. Well, that's why whenever you're watching something flash by on YouTube or an ad, if it's a video, you're much more likely to click on it, right? Than if it's just a static piece of some text to read. You may or may not click on that, but if it's a video, most people are more likely to choose that. Or if it's bright colors or if it's you know, flashing in some way and it, it attracts your attention. That's that's the part of our brain that is separates us from a lot of other animals is that we have very highly developed visual cortex that drives us to the to be more visual. I'm a, I know I'm a very visual person. Mm -hmm. I think in terms of pictures. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it, it's a whole different layer of processing and that feeling that we get from imagery has a lot of different layers to it and can help in that alignment process when it comes to our goals of that deeper level of feeling that we really need that goes beyond text that goes beyond words it's easy for us to I think aspire or connect to something that's visual versus something that's laid out could have lots of different interpretations we're getting into language stuff there it's just a whole different processing mechanisms are you saying that keeping the vision board where you can see it a lot is continuously reinforcing that visual 
stimulation back to your brain. Yes, it is a vision board (laughs) for a reason. And it's called object permanence. And people have different levels of uh, ability to have uh, things, you know, that you remember. So if I don't have it out, if it's not on the table, if it's not, you know, somewhere where I can see it, it's probably going to fall off my radar, because I have a lot of other stuff going on because of object permanence. And we have just totally different relationships with that. And a lot of people have that same thing where it's got to be out. It has to be visual for you to remember. Oh, yeah. So if you create a vision board and then you just like stick it in the drawer or you just stick it some random place, for the most part, it's not doing its job. Because the job isn't to really capture just just the decision. It's also to just keep you inspired and aligned constantly so you can gut check on hey, is the decision that I'm about to make, is that going to be connected with bringing me closer to that or further away from that? Especially when it's a tough decision. And you know what you're not going to do in the middle of a really tough decision where you're struggling between two things? Go try and figure out where your vision board is and like pull out a drawer and like go through all this stuff. Like, where did I put this? No. So having your vision board out is where you can see it is a no brainer, I think. Okay, so we're going to talk today about five steps or five ways to tweak your board just so it can be energetically stronger, so that it's more in alignment with your higher self and just so it's something you really believe in and it can support you. Because if it's something you're really excited about, if it's in harmony and resonance with your higher self, then you're really going to feel in alignment with it. If there's something that is in conflict there, you're not going to feel as excited about it, or it's just going to have a a strange feeling that it brings up. So these are some ways to just make sure that that energy is as strong as it possibly can be, so that it works the best for you, and you can keep it out of February's trash. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to just go over the individual steps, and then we're going to talk about them. So number one is know your soul motivator. Number two is know your why. Number three is the energy of color. Four is positive affirmation. And five is sit with spirit. So going back to number one, know your soul's motivation. And I think this one is one that we overlook a lot. I want you to think about what are key words, key values that you have, things that really motivate you, things that inspire you. And I want you to think about this across the board. So if there's a really big decision and you could go different ways, what usually is the motivating factor in your choice? And how is that connected or consistent with the choices that you have made in the past or across this particular lifetime. So just to give you an example, for me, I'm really motivated by freedom and independence. So a lot of my decisions are connected with creating that, not just a personality motivator, because this is not personality. This is on that soul level. And you can look at, you know, my chart and life path that can give you some hints too, if you know your life path number from numerology. So mine, for example, is a five and I have a lot of fives in there. That's all about shift and change and independence. Okay, so those are big themes when I've had big decisions in my life. I've always moved with the one that gave me more independence and moved away from things that made me feel trapped and 
in my healing work, I really focus on the internal things that keep me feel trapped. So the internal thought processes. So that's a big soul motivator for me. And it's always going to be something that keeps me inspired that I have endless energy for because it's in alignment with what the soul journey is. But sometimes your, for example, your soul motivator might be to be of service for others or generosity. For some, it's security. So I would say that's kind of the opposite of the independence or freedom one. But for some people, it's that security. So there's lots of different things. But looking across the board at the bigger decisions, that can give you a little bit of a clue of not just the personality, but on the soul level, what's the motivator that you have that's supercharged for you. Number two is know your why. So when you look at these decisions, where you want to go, what you're interested in, what's important to you, why? Why is it significant? Why do you want that? Why is it a big deal? Because your why is really going to determine when things get hard. It's going to be that thing that just pulls you on the other side of the mountain. That's like helps you stand up again in the ring and like keep boxing it out. So your why is really critical. If on your vision board, you have a lot of stuff that represents money and abundance and, you know, the big house. Why? Why do I have that? Because that represents maybe time that I have with my children. It represents love for me. So it's understanding why these things are there, not just what it represents on a physical level, but what it represents in your heart internally. A lot of times from a spiritual perspective and a soul perspective, money in and of itself is not a strong motivator for our soul. But to have that financial freedom and stability allows me to have more time with my children or more ability to focus on the projects that light me up, that excite me, that thrill me. Just make sure you're really clear on what the why is so that you can be fully invested because your soul is going to be really invested in the why and maybe less on the outside picture. So when you're bringing both of those together is when we get some more power. And of course, We always want the soul there and in harmony with what it is that we're creating because otherwise we'll feel in conflict or we'll sabotage it. So doing that work up front (laughs) rather than going like 10 years down the road, why is my stuff not working? It's really going to help. Okay. So the third one is taking into consideration the energy of color. Okay. So color has its own frequency and depending on what you're trying to create, you might consider color. And this isn't for everybody. However, if you're uniting your board with color or you're wanting to bring a certain thing in, you might consider it, okay? So I'm gonna go over some of the energy of the different colors, okay? So if you're thinking about your vision board or colors that you have a tendency towards incorporating, then listen for these particular colors and what the energy meaning of them is is so just on a broad spectrum of course for example i think we all know with color like red it's an activator it energizes it's all about life force physical body it can also be passion okay so it's a really strong boom 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 very masculine color 
Orange is creative energy, combining the power of red with also a little bit of that control that we're going to talk about with yellow. And it's really the color of exploring, exploration, but it's usually more connected with some of the feminine, artistic, creative aspects, okay? So it's a playful color. So we can bring that in when we want more fun as being a predominant connection with our board. Okay. Green is harmony, abundance, health, growth, it's prosperity, energy, it's really connected with the heart chakra, it's soothing, and for a lot of people it brings up feelings of nature, okay, and so nature is comforting, supportive, strong, has a security element to it too, and very loving. Blue is cooling, it's calm and relaxes, it's connected with communication, but it's also an energy of potential. Um, It can represent the ray of truth. So communicating in an authentic way is also connected with those colors blue. And of course, this can be anywhere from sky blue to also that turquoise color as well. I think turquoise has a little bit of um, an element of happy to it as well when we think about it from an energy perspective. We're going to talk about violet next. So violet is the ray of spiritual mastery, okay? So it's a really spiritual color. It's very calming, but at the same time as being calming, it's uplifting, okay? So it blends that groundedness of red with a spaciousness that is blue. So both of those together being represented. And it brings in a lot of imagination, but it's also a color of healing. It's a color of karmic cleansing. So if you're not sure which color to use, I always think that purple is a great one because it encompasses all of these things, okay? And the last color we're including for this just is the color of white, So purity, uh, cleansing, wholeness, completion. White has a fullness to it, not necessarily an emptiness to it. So again, it's um, a very elevating color, not quite as anchored as that purple is, which has more of an integration element to it, but it's very pure. Okay, so number four is positive affirmations. So creating a positive affirmation that encompasses the energy of what you're wanting, what you're really choosing for yourself. And I like to bring those affirmations to the clearest point of truth. So the simplest version that still captures that energy. And one way to do that is I am, and then you fill in the blank. I am this. Because positive affirmations, we always need them to be in the present tense because it's a declaration of I am this. Even if you're trying to create it for the future, it's knowing that that is within you right now in this moment and it's here for you. So I is important and making sure it's in that present tense is really significant. But finding a way to just sum up what's the energy of what you're trying to create in the simplest truth. And you're going to use that a little bit later with your board. But being able to understand that in your creation process, you can use that as a mantra, reciting it as you go along, or um, you know, specifically considering that affirmation when you think about that color choice that was number three. When you consider, does this affirmation, is it supported by that color? Is it supported by this imagery that I'm using? Just making sure that that vibration is captured in every aspect of your board. And number five 
is sit with spirit. And so this is where once you've created your vision board in whatever way you've enjoyed, whatever way you want to do for yourself, that you walk away from it and that you later revisit it, you come back and you really go into meditation with it or just connecting with the intention with your guides of, is there anything here that feels not quite right? where I feel a little bit conflicted about or something feels uncomfortable, even if you don't know what it is, you don't have to know what it is, but just really looking over it, see what captures your attention. Is there anything there that just is not sitting quite right with you? And from there, speak with your guides. What's this about? What's this about? Sometimes it's about a belief system that's, you know, getting your attention going, a subconscious element that's, you know, an old belief that says, no, you can't do that, or that's bad. It's just bringing it to the consciousness. Because when you get into this, that deep work of making that big decision of really, where do I want to steer my ship? You know, that's big stuff. When you do that, some of your internal big limitation stuff creeps in. So you're talking with spirit to just get clarity on is everything here right for me? Does it feel right? And if there's something that you might want to tweak or adjust, no, you can change your board. It's okay. You can shift it. You can change it. This is, we're all evolving. So create it in such a format where, you know, it's safe for you to change it. And you're not going to go backwards just because you made a little change. You're just getting more clear. And remember, the universe loves clarity. So you're adding more clarity. Wonderful. Feel free to change it. That's okay. Once you have the whole thing, you're feeling really good about it, you know, asking your guides, is there anything about this that I need to know? Is there any area of my life that really sticks out with where to start to begin tweaking to move forward? with this vision board. Because again, it's not about just creating the decision, which is, you know, that motor, but it's also your action that goes beyond it. Once you've created it, once you've considered some of these different steps, we've talked about making it visible. It's a vision board. So you need to make sure your eyeballs <laughs> are on the vision board. And there's different ways to do it depending on how you've created it. If you did it digitally, make multiple copies. And if you're curious about digital, I for me, I used Canva. It's C-A-N-V-A dot com. And they have free programs. If you want some stock photos that are free, just do some free stock photo searches. That can be helpful too. But I printed multiple different versions so I could put it in places that were important for me that I knew my eyeballs <laughs> were going to be on. If you didn't do it digitally, just take a picture, take a picture of it, and then you can blow it up and put it in different places. So uh, if you're sitting at your desk frequently, you have a have a copy of it somewhere on your desk in a place where you don't have to look for it. It's not going to get buried under papers, just have it there. And if you're in an office and you don't want your full vision board on display for everyone, it's too personal, choose one imagery that really represents that for you, stick it in a frame, put it next to your computer or in the public place and just leave it at that. That way it doesn't have to be personal, but it's still that reminder. And if it's from your vision board directly, even better. Okay, so 
taking that picture, adding it into those different places, just so you'll remember. Okay, next thing is to use it like a guiding force. So just make sure you're using it to check in with yourself. How does this feel? Am I on track? Am I still resonating with this place that I'm going? Okay, is how I'm living feeling consistent with helping me get to that place? Or what steps do I need to take? What kind of learning can I support myself with in order to get more comfortable, more secure, take those individual steps that are going to put me into that different energy or that different consciousness that we're talking about. And then recite your affirmation regularly. You can do it one of two ways, either that simplified version that we talked about with I am and then your chosen word, or if you have just a life affirmation that you use that is connected also with your board and the direction that you're going, using that consistently, but repeating it several times throughout the day. And just remember, every time you repeat it, you're teaching your cells, your body, your brain, to go in that direction. So the more times you say it, the more times you do it, the faster you're wearing that path and the more quickly you're going to be able to come to the other end of it. You're able to get through some of that subconscious trigger stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable more quickly. And I prefer the fast track. I don't know about you guys, but I would like to move through that discomfort as quickly as I can. Suffering is not required. I think it's an interesting idea to charge your vision board with that affirmation. And then if you have that vision board in various places, every time you see the vision board, you repeat that affirmation, just continuously recharges that. Mm, I like that. And the last thing with your board is to ask your guides to help prepare you, prepare you for the journey, especially your teaching guides, because they can lay things in front of you or on your path in order to support you moving there as quickly and as beautifully as possible. And, you know, saying, I, I want to get there with grace and with ease as quickly as possible is what I would recommend. Because I'm going to tell you from my experience, everybody, if you say, I want to get there as quickly as possible, it may not be the easiest way. <laughs> it may not be the most peaceful way. So I have learned to incorporate the <laughs> with ease and grace <laughs> as well. So I learned I learned that the hard way. However, they are able to just to help you to inspire you to bring you information that you need to bring you opportunities so that you can grow in the areas that you need to grow in order to get there. You can use the intuitive booster for that, that we talked about in episode six, that has the whole area where you can talk to your guides, you can use journaling to just write, so use a specific journal for them so that when you write in that it's the intention is that they're picking up on it. So work with your teaching guides just to ask for a little bit of extra help so that they can get you there. But don't think that you can ever just do a vision board or make this type of decision or commitment of this is really what I want without things changing because they're going to change to help you line up with that path and with that journey. So know that when you do that, you're saying, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for something different. I truly am. And when you do that, when you're really in that space, it shows up. 
<laughs> ready or not. Well, you're back to that idea of expecting it. If you mm-hmm. put a vision board out there, you put a uh, affirmation out there, you have a direction and clarity of what you're doing and the why, now you're expecting it to happen. So if you, you can't be surprised that there is change, you can't be put off by the fact that something has to move out of the way to make this new thing in your life, right? Oh, absolutely. And even if it might feel stressful, if your vision board represents a blockage, know that when you start clearing some of that limitation, when you start clearing some of that block, then any of the areas that are connected with that old version of you are also going to simultaneously start to shift. It's like one gear. Keep in mind, it's all connected. So all the things that are on that gear are going to start moving and shaking. And instead of feeling stressed or overwhelmed, I just invite you to go, this is so beautiful, this cleansing, this completion that I'm having around this, that it's healing all these different points in my life. And to really embrace that from a love and a gratitude space of, I'm so grateful because if that block showed up in one place, I can guarantee you it's showing up in probably three other places. And so to heal it at one time, instead of, you know, it being about the external, this is about the internal. It's healing all that internal stuff, that human, ugh, <laughs> that conditioning that has to has to move out as part of our journey, as part of our ascension, as part of our enlightenment. We have that courage and bravery to to be able to do that. So celebrating that process rather than going like, oh, no, look what I did. (laughs) I made this decision and this is happening because I'm going to tell you when it's right. And anytime you're moving towards healing, even if it feels stressful, it feels so good. It feels so good. You know what I'm talking about. It feels good. It feels beautiful because it's it's healing and healing even when it's hard that cry even when it's intense it's right and when it's right it feels really good just to recap if you got lost in all of our chit chat <laughs> of the of all the things of all the vision board things Just to recap, the five steps to just tweak your board to help make it stronger is one, know your soul motivator, two, know your why, three, utilize the energy of color, four, positive affirmation, and five, sit with spirit. And if you do those things, you're on the right track for something you can feel really, really good about. And really excited for. And isn't that the purpose for vision boards for the future anyways? Just be excited about it. So that's what we have for today. Thank you so much for all of you who listened, who shared, who showed up today. Thank you for being in this journey with us. Thank you for exploring this whole different path. Um, Because you're a part of this vision that we've had to of co-creating something really beautiful and really special. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for what you're sharing. If you have 
topics that you want to hear more about, if you have some feedback for us, go to sedonamedium.com forward slash podcast. And there at the bottom of the screen is a form to fill out. Let us know what you want to hear about. Let us know what questions you have or how we can serve, how we can support you the most. We want to to know from you how we can show up, how we can support you, and what you want to hear more about. Thank you so much. If you're serious about creating positive growth in your life, be sure to subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. If you want to connect with spirit in a grounded way, set yourself up for success with a quick subscribe click. New episodes every Wednesday at 6 a.m. Pacific time for more modern topics seen through a spiritual lens. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.